0: Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty-gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Hope you enjoy the show. Today's episode is sponsored by AFR Wholesale. AFR specializes in specialized loans. If you're looking for renovation, one-time close, construction to permanent, manufactured housing loans, and much, much more check out this 2021 AIM sponsor. Not connected yet? Please email us at partnerships at aimgroup.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone back to another Broker to Broker podcast. Extremely excited about this one today. My name is Mark Summers. I am the president of AIM. Um, The person I am about to interview. I haven't seen in a while, but I've seen him at many of our events. Uh, We've had a couple cocktails over over some discussions, but uh, today I'll be interviewing the broker owner of True Path Loans, Adrian Placenta. Adrian, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me, Mark.
0: No problem. And and I I think you said right before this, and I want everyone to know because I I know your personality and I know you're going to knock it out of the park today, but this is your first podcast you've ever done, huh?
1: First podcast I've ever done. Yeah, I'm not really a a good salesperson. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. Just just listen, do what you do. Talk about what you know, and I'm sure everything will be fine. So let's hop right into it, Adrian. How did you get into this business? What did you do before? How did you get your start in the mortgage industry? How did you get the True Path Loans? Give me the rundown.
1: Yeah, so uh, 2001, I was uh, I was playing football for San Diego State. I was a walk-on, which which means I, I get a, the privilege of paying for college while uh, while being a practice dummy. So well, pretty that was cool. cool. It was very fun. Uh, I didn't have to crash any classes. You know, they they got me in right away on everything. It was still a still a great experience. I still still hang out with all those guys. Um, Akbar Bajabir Miller is, uh, is a host of American Ninja Warrior, and that guy still calls me about mortgages. So really, it's a yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So um, yeah, after college, I moved back home to Orange County, uh, California. Uh, at the time, it was the mecca of mortgages uh, in two thousand this end of two thousand five. So. I got in in mortgages right away. I started working for probably you know the first company that would that would hire me. Um, it was a it was a chop shop, re- retail company, uh, quick loan funding, uh, good old Daniel Sadik uh, I, uh, I was there for six months and uh, learned about the broker world. and then uh, when I did, I, I I left and joined the broker model, got into that. um i I was really lucky to land at a, a good spot that that survived through the crash. and uh, you know I, I worked all the way through twenty ten. I took some time off, probably like a lot of people did at the time in the industry just to rethink their whole career. Um, and we saw it bounce back really quick. So I got right back in. Um, I ended up at a small broker shop until 2016 and then, uh, beginning 2017, I decided to go out, go off my own. Um, January, 2017, I ended up applying with, uh, with Nam at the time for that, uh, the Kickstarter grant through, uh, oh, yeah. through UWM. So I got the 10,000 bucks to open up my own, my own broker shop. And I, uh, I, I went, you know, with $10,000, I, I, I made this thing work. So I, uh, I was a one-man shop for a while. I had my my first kid in 16. My second kid came in uh, about three years ago. Uh, I was still a one-man shop at that time. I was probably doing like 30 million a month by myself, self-processing everything. Um, when I had my, when, when my wife had a second kid, um, I got the itch to go back to college and I um, wanted to go get a master's and I told my wife that I, I enrolled. And she went and enrolled as well, a nine months pregnant and, uh, really? <laughs> yeah, so this is three years ago. So still one man shop. We, uh, we both were in school. We had the newborn. Um, she's full time. She works in human resources for a publicly traded company. Uh, she has a solid job, which really allowed me to kind of take the risk that I, that, that, that I did. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we kind of went through it with school. Um, I left a little early cause we got in the refi boom and it was just, it was just insane um so i just couldn't keep up with everything um my, when my wife got done with maternity leave i actually closed down my 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 shop and i worked from home so i could watch the kids so this is 20 2019 for the first 8 months i was working from home watching two kids still funding loans and processing um and you know it's it, i went to fuse in, in 8 in, in 19 um, and it what really stuck with me is you guys got to grow. You got to grow. Something's coming. Yeah. You know, something, some big is coming. rates are coming. You know, they're going to keep dropping. It just kept sticking in my head. I got to grow. Um, so I always wanted to, I just didn't, didn't know how to hire people, didn't know who to hire and all that. My first actual hire was yeah, I got really lucky. It was a, a friend of mine referred this person over to me. She wanted to be an escrow officer and I was self processing at the time. I'm like, Hey, how about you, you come work with me. And uh, I was teaching her at my kitchen while watching my kids. Um, so she uh she's awesome though lauren Bart- bartesky uh she processed for me for a year um we got in 2020 this is uh about a year and a half ago now we had 100 loans in the pro in, in the pipeline me and her wow and for for, for and just we
0: for just you and her one one loans. man
1: shop 100 loans wow. in the pipeline i mean this is the in the heyday of the refi boom um i was missing phone calls left and right i couldn't keep up it was all self-generated um and yeah, we looked at each other, and I was using an Excel sheet at the time, and we're like, "What the heck are we gonna do?" Um, and we're like, "Yeah, we we, we just got to keep growing." Um, my sister, my older sister, she has a master's in in uh, in accounting. She was working at a company doing corporate audits of uh, a publicly traded companies, and she was working part time. She has she has two kids. I I asked her to come come aboard. Um, she had a real estate license, so she had her her DRE in California, uh, but she came on to be my CFO took the books off of, off of my plate. So I could focus on growing, took all the licensing stuff. I took a lot of, a lot of stuff off my plate. So having her is what really allowed me to, to focus on what I knew as mortgages and focus on growing and training. Um, and then I had a good college buddy that was a medical device sales. The guy was, was a, you know, amazing at medical device sales. He ran a team. He asked me about getting in the mortgage industry. I'm like, man, You know i'll I'll hire you i'll train you i'll get your license come aboard be my sales manager um and he he said yes so i got him too um i had to spend you know money on both of these people i put them on salaries you know i did the whole thing w2 401k matches like i i I went to work. but in the long run if i didn't do that i would never would have been able to grow Um, so yeah the first the first hire was a processor the next one was a cfo the next one was a sales manager and I taught everybody how to process. Um, we I had everybody processing, so um, that was my big focus always. I was never a good salesperson. I was always focused on the process, um, and that's kind of how I focused. You know, just kind of scaling, and then now we're we're up to almost thirty people. Um, most mostly processors, loan officer assistants.
0: So so in so in one year, you basically added thirty people. About a year and a half.
1: Yep, that's absolutely. Insane. Yeah, we've been. It's uh. We can't keep up and we're still we're still busy. We're still missing phone calls. So,
0: Well, you know what? It, we all miss phone calls here and there, but you guys are doing something right. I'll tell you that much. So one thing you brought up here was processing. So it, it's a big part. Some people some people brush it off. Some people make that a big part of their business. Obviously, you made it a big part of your business. So tell me tell me about your background with processing.
1: So we, when I first got uh, to Quick Loan Funding, uh, I sucked as a salesperson. Uh, the first phone call I took, I didn't even say hello. I hung up on the person. I was so scared. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> my boss is standing right behind me. He made me call him back. But yeah, I, I froze and hung up on the guy. So yeah, I, I was never a good salesperson. I actually approached the top salesperson on on our team at the time. It was uh, it was this girl. Um, and I asked her, hey, can I help you process your files? Um, and just throw my name on there. 50-50 split. She didn't like the processing, but she was killer on the phone. She agreed. We went to our manager. He said, all right, go ahead. Uh, we were known as like the loan couple because our names were on every file. Um, and I just <laughs> processed for her. And so that's kind of what kind of got me into it. And then when when the mortgage meltdown was happening and regulators were stepping in, I really wanted to learn more about it. What, what really happened from behind the scenes, even the secondary market, you know, servicing everything. I, I wanted to... To dive into it, when uh, when the NMLS came out, I was like one of the first people to go get it. You know, I'm a, I'm low five digits NMLS number, so I'm kind of proud <laughs> of that one.
0: <laughs> low digits. That's but, how you know you've been
1: there a while. Love it. Absolutely. But um, yeah, so I was always focused on the processing, and then when I got to the broker side, um, it, and you know, working through the crash, uh, it was you process on your own. You did your own thing, um, and we had a bunch of lenders, and I just kind of figure it out. Um, so I had some su- success figuring that out, and then when I went to a, a small broker shop, we had an amazing processor. She did everything, but then I I wanted to learn, so I'd keep asking her questions and just just keep trying to learn more. So when I eventually went off on my own, I was comfortable doing it, and that was my big focus. Always was the process because you know it's a, you could be the greatest salesperson ever, and we saw that with the mortgage meltdown uh, or with the with. Uh, you could be the greatest salesperson ever, but we saw that last year with with the low rates. You know, lenders couldn't keep up. They they yeah. get so many loans in process, you can't keep up. And you got to have a process, or else you're going to fail eventually. You can't scale. So that was my my focus always. Always wanted that seven day close because that was the earliest you could close on trid. Uh, most of my purchases were seven days. I wow. tell my realtors go, go do a ten day contract. We got you. Um, I I when I was when I first hired my processor. Um, I went to Yosemite for, for a week. I got like emergency phone calls in Yosemite Valley. I had that thing clear to close in two days and I was in the middle of Yosemite Valley by myself. Um, I went to a hotel, wow. got, 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 on the Wi-Fi, got all conditions, UWM, you know, super clean. And we just, I always moved quick. And then I taught Lauren that and just every single person we have that, that touched a purchase, like it's, we, we're, we're speed all the whole way. So it's uh, it's been a big factor in growing as well, and getting more referrals, and you know, getting the personal referrals for sure.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a good business model right there. If you're getting loans closed on purchases or CTCs within two days, that's uh, that's damn impressive right there. Okay, so so with your brokerage, how do you guys handle processing within your brokerage? Because you I, you keep saying you're you're you suck at sales, which I disagree with, but obviously <laughs> you guys are doing some good. Pro- so how do you handle processing within your company?
1: So I I have, uh, I have segmented it because you, if you're going to hire a new person to the industry, you can't teach them everything upfront. They're going to get confused. So I broke up the roles. Uh, we have like six loan officer assistants and they just help get the file from Flowify through Encompass, through, through lender portals, get AUS. I come in and scrub it up after. Or we have someone that's designated to do that. And we have a second set of eyes on everything. So we're not just letting these people run on their own. Um, and the biggest part of it was let them just focus on one task. Let, let them learn one task really well. Once they know that, they could train the next person that one task. And after a while, those tasks are going to add up.
0: Simple. Love it. But, it's, but you're absolutely right. Always have multiple eyes on the file. I, I agree with that. So, okay, so you brought up some things there that I, I want you to touch base on if you can dive into a little bit. So with the processing and with your company, what does your technology look like?
1: when when i decided to grow i i, I went all in i jumped to the deep deep end i i didn't want to jump from crm to crm um and i was on point for 15 years i didn't want to teach anyone point so no one
0: anything about no
1: one yeah so i didn't want to bring in you know any new people and be like all right you're gonna learn point um so i i looked around i'm like all right what's the gold standard um Lender version Encompass compass uh, is very expensive. The bill that was expensive and you know, we went through it. We have someone uh, that's on staff. That's just an admin for, for, uh, for our tech stack. Um, I went with, with Salesforce financial services, um, you know, building that out with marketing cloud, um, high end, everything enterprise addition on everything. Um, yeah, so it goes from Flowify, which automatically goes to encompass, which we could run DU and encompass. We could push that to the lender portals. Um, yeah, you know, it's it, we're trying to eliminate the double entry. So it's not like, OK, now you got to take it from Flowify and you got to go enter it here and then you got to enter it here. It's having everything talk to, the, to each other really helps.
0: Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Um, so you use all of that. Do you use anything on the back end for closing and whatnot? Or is that just kind of all more or less manually done?
1: So UWM close is so easy, you know, it, it's, it's easy to, te- to teach people that one. Um, we do have Doc Magic. We do got uh, docs through through Encompass as well. But for the most part, I use the lender portals. Yeah, you know, yep. and then so, so, some, some of those one offs that, you know, some lender, made, like we had issues where three weeks in closing with some lender, well, I could do Doc Magic.
0: There you go. And then what about a what about a CRM? What 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 do you, is that Salesforce? No, you that Salesforce financial. But do you I'm,
1: use Salesforce as well for your CRM? i Yeah, we built out Salesforce for our CRM as well.
0: Wow, wow. And and Salesforce is really really cool. But it's also, I mean, that, there's a lot that goes into that. So kudos to you for actually getting that thing set up where it fits your business model.
1: Yeah, definitely. It, it took a lot of work. We had a full time Salesforce person on staff. Um, you know, we we customized that thing. to to make it work for us.
0: All right, so everyone now has heard your background, kind of understand how you guys go about doing things. So what advice would you give to brokers looking to approve their process or processing, either one or both?
1: You know, when when I was a one-man shop and I used an Excel sheet, it was a very detailed Excel sheet, but that was after 15 years in the industry. Every single column that I I added was a mistake that I made in a file. you know, once I made that one mistake, I never made it again. I, I learned from it. Uh, when I started teaching people, I, I, I was printing out approvals from the last 100 files. I'd review every single approval with them and talk through every condition and ask, what can we do to never see this condition again? And you just keep eliminating the ones that, that you see all the time. Yeah, you're going to get some weird files, but you don't need to get the credit inquiry condition on every single file. You know, there, There's a lot of things that you could do up front. Um, UWM with a You know the 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 easy the six six touch submission or whatever like the ultimate submission they they really try to guide you through it um you know we i had a long conversation when i when i first started to grow with with peter Galvez and that guy's that guy's doing amazing things as well and i kind of was trying to imitate him when i when i was growing
0: yeah no peter peter's awesome so you know excel sheets i love them but you brought up one thing that i absolutely love and and you know selfishly i love doing these podcasts cuz i still learn you know what i mean and everyone can continue to learn but i like how you said that you went back through your last i think you said 100 files and condition sheets and went through and said how can i not make this mistake again a lot of times i think what we do is that we make mistakes and we know how to fix them right i mean that's what that's what brokers do we're we're some of the most adaptive people out there but I like how you took it a step further and said, "Okay, how can I never let this mistake happen again? Or how can I get this condition away so where I never see it again?" So that's amazing. How long did that take yeah. you? <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, we we still do it weekly. Like we'll sit down as a as a processing team and just in, in in a circle and just talk through every single approval and every single condition. Okay, what can we do on this? How can we fix this in Salesforce to make sure this never happens? And, you know, just work as a team to to continuously improve that.
0: Yeah, we can always improve. And that's the thing. And that's where we're going to gain business. That's why we're going to be better than retail right there was with that that topic and and how you handle it right there. That's absolutely perfect. All right. So obviously, you brought on a lot of people recently, like we talked about. Um, we, from an AIM standpoint, from a member standpoint, we've been, we've been harping on people. You got to know how to scale your business. So you're training and scaling at the same time. So talk to me about it. So you went from one man shop to plus 30 people in the last year. How did you handle the scaling?
1: Yeah, my wife would say not well. Um, <laughs> but, fair, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. But um, you know, it was a lot of work. I, I, I was, I was, uh, at the office. I think almost till midnight two times this week already. Um, so yeah, a lot of hours. You know, I had to let people make mistakes. Um, I had to let them make mistakes on my files, which really sucks when I know how to fix it. But um, you got to let them, let them learn. Um, you know, a big part of it was you're hiring the right people as well and then once they learn it they train the next one and, and you make it like you know a group effort to get everyone trained up you got to document the process that's huge you know if you're going to scale a company you don't want to go through the training every single time make videos make it easy for them do handouts you know document the process do checklists i, I have a checklist for pre-approval i got a checklist for everything so I could hand it to a loan officer assistant and they just go down the checklist. Um, cause if you don't do that, then, you know, you can't expect a new person to just step in and, 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 and just know everything.
0: Yeah. And, and remember it at the same time because every loan's different. Yeah. I mean, they'll, yeah. they'll work on something. I'm training someone right now. Uh, you know, just, just on a hear there basis, uh, you know, and, and, and I still make those mistakes because we'll talk about self-employed borrower have 20 you know w2 employees and then we get back to self-employed borrow and it's just different you know so i love Um, that you have a checklist can can you give me that checklist
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'll email you some stuff (laughs) i uh yeah we're really lucky with self-employed uh having my sister that was doing corporate audits um she knows how to retax returns so anyone uh that's self-employed we got we got a genius over here
0: That's perfect. Okay. So you're doing all this training. How did you do your training? I mean, was it just you? Did you sign them up for courses? Did you use like UWM success track? What did you, how do you train?
1: So I I bought two big 32 inch monitors for each of them. And I stood right behind them and I got the big monitor so I could see what they're doing. And I probably have to apologize to a few of them. I'm sure my armpit was in their, in their face half the day, (laughs) but (laughs) I, uh, yeah, just one-on-one training uh, individual And like I said, letting them make mistakes, let them go through the file and then correct it right before the the LE goes out, but let them go make the mistakes and come back and show them how to improve it. And, you know, eventually they're, they're going to, they're going to learn, you know, for, for me, when I got in the industry, I felt after six months, I felt like an expert, you know, so it's, I feel a lot of people that after a little bit of time, it doesn't take that long to, to be really good at this.
0: So, okay. I'm a, I'm a new employee for you. I sit down, in front of this big screen, got you breathing down my neck. And no, I'm just kidding. You know what I mean? But you're looking at me, what's your philosophy on this? I mean, how, do you just kind of sit them down and say, listen, we're just going to dive through files. You know, like what's your philosophy on this? I know you said, let them make mistakes, but there's got to be a little bit more to it or else I'm doing something really wrong. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, I initially, I try I treat them like an assistant, you know, I make them, Uh, help me on whatever I'd be doing. Or I would take a loan from start to finish with them. You know, if I could do it in seven days, I'd have them sit there with me and just, you know, watch what I'm doing. I tell them, hey, click here, point here. You don't need to know why you're clicking that box, but click that box, you know, Um, and just teach them that way. And then eventually they start to understand the why behind it.
0: Yeah, I broke mine up in like, I think it was nine different categories. And I said, listen, don't worry about each, you know, don't worry about how they all come together. One day it's going to click. And that's what I seem, seem to think that happens in our business is you, you do this stuff. So you're, you work on income, then you work on assets, you work on how to read a credit report. And then all of a sudden, you know, escrows and title, and then all of a sudden it just comes together.
1: Yep. Yeah. We, we, we have people that just read credit reports and try to help with like docu-signs, uh, for, anything we need we got people just for title we got people you know that that take it from submission to clear to close we got just closers and just I definitely segmented it and then yeah I took this philosophy from UWM that they're really good about letting people move to other other departments if they want to uh, I went out there for the broker owner class and you know that, that was one thing that they talked about um, and it, I let I let that happen here where okay you know learn this part grow teach the next person and then move on to a different skill and then i have people constantly just moving around to to become the, the ultimate processor
0: okay so you okay you're 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 able to give advice to a broker right now in terms of scaling what piece of advice would you give them because it's not it's not just a plug and play a lot of it is a philosophy a lot of it is you know trial and error but what advice would you give to a broker that's looking to scale
1: you know, I take this from uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, when I was a one-man shop, I listened to this one uh, YouTube video, that the motivational Arnold speech, um, and one thing he says is, don't be afraid to fail, um, and that I really took that to heart. You know, I just, I didn't see failure as an option. You know, I wasn't afraid of it, um, and it allowed me to just can, continue to keep growing, and, you know, scaling and growing means a lot of money. You got you to invest. You know, it's not an expense. It's an investment. You can't be afraid of, uh, of spending the money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's dive into this a little bit. Let's talk a little bit here about your business. Where do you get your business from? Is it just straight referrals? Do you buy leads? Is it realtors? Is it other referral sources? Where do you get all of your business from? I mean, if you have a hundred loans in the pipeline at one time, I understand rates were low, but a lot of people didn't have a hundred loans. So once again, you're doing something right. How are you getting all this business?
1: Yeah, I think we're at 130, 140 in the pipeline right now. But it's um, uh, I'm I'm all personal referrals. I don't take any marketing calls even still. You know, it's um, I've actually I hand out all my all my previous clients now. Um, some of them, some of my clients are a little mad at me about that. Sorry, but yeah. you know, it's, <laughs> I had to focus on growing the company and and, and not working for the company. Um, but it just for me, I I never chased realtors. Um, you know there's a small broker shop i worked for for like four years that we actually parted ways because that was his his model he wanted me to go shake you know realtor hands and you know to do all that and i did not want to um i was fishing every weekend so one man shop style so it's uh i like the personal referrals um for me it was always about speed getting them closed quick i wasn't always the best interest rate but that was dependable um i i have realtors that send me business only because they trust me not because they know i'm gonna go see them at an open house or get them get them coffee like i don't send i don't send them anything i don't even call these realtors they, they call me they refer friends to me and say hey this guy could get it done um so i constantly get emergency deals you know hey this thing needs to close in seven days hey we just broke contract can you get this done in two days You know, um so they, I, I built my my referrals that way um as far as growing a team, yeah, I mean, once I got salespeople, I, I had to, I had to give them something. I can't just tell them to go off on their own and, you know, get your own referrals. So I do market for them. Uh, currently, we're doing a lot of direct mail. Um, you know, I'm not sending that 175 on the VA, but you know, we, 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 we try to be real about it. You know, um, I advertise points on those. You know, it's a, you got to, you know, put a couple points and don't be afraid to sell points. You know, um, a lot of them want that low interest rate. You know, um, I specifically target a lot of jumbo cause I'm in California. You know, UWM jumbo was huge for us. So,
0: Yeah. That so, UWM jumbo was huge for a lot of people. A lot of people were craving for that. Cause no one else was really offering any good products. So yeah, no, for, for my business alone, that helped me out tremendously. And there's not a ton of them in Michigan, but there was a lot of people craving for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We went all in on marketing on those.
0: Okay. Do you do uh, what, what, what's your social media look like? You do any social media?
1: So, um, you know, I, I would, I, like I said, I'm not a good salesperson, but I was always an introvert. I I never even got on social media until I opened my, my brokerage. And that's how I found brawl immediately because I was a one man shop. I'm like, man, I got to find some help. Um, but you know, I, I actually have someone now that's, that's taking over social media. Um, McKenna and she's, she's doing recordings and video. So I'm gonna try to get into podcast more and, you know, try to try to get out there a little more
0: i know you keep saying you're an introvert but you're not you're really not i i felt the same way then i just said screw it let's let's just keep moving forward all right so are you like on with your social media does she does you said mckenna i think her name is right is yeah is, does, is she on facebook linkedin instagram twitter yeah everything
1: yeah i think she has a tiktok as well yeah
0: i i don't do tiktoks so that's the one thing i refuse to do <laughs> All right. So, Adrian, you know, obviously 130 loans in the pipeline. You're an extremely busy man here. Let's take the last few minutes here to talk about this. You know, you've been on every side of the business. You've been on the retail side. You went through the crash. You've been on the broker side, broker owner side, uh, delegating things. I mean, I mean, since 2001, you've gone through a lot here. So you're the perfect person to talk to. And, And mind you, this stayed home to raise your kids and still did this. So, which is commendable as well. While in
1: school, while in school trying to get a master's.
0: (laughs) Yeah. See, yeah, exactly. Okay. So you're doing all this stuff. You got all these candles burning. Let's just say you're, you're, you're on the stage at fuse right now. Okay. And you have a, have a, a clean slate and you have the opportunity to talk to the entire mortgage broker community. What's the one piece of advice you would give to them?
1: Be be involved in the community. If if it wasn't for for AIM, if it wasn't for the other brokers out there, if it wasn't for you know that that original brawl group, I would never be where I am now. I I never would have found the support. I never would have would have found the motivation to grow or or the know-how, um, or even the people you know uh, that that I've grown with. So, yeah, be join be a part of the community and you know speak up more. Go to events. They 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 really do pay off.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't even know about our events, which is funny to me. So every time I give, you know, presentation, I'm always talking about our events because I know before Aim, I was really shy to go to events. And yes, you can call this a plug because Fuses, you know, right around the corner, you know, and they're important to go to. I mean, to to have this community behind you, they're all going to help you grow. So I'm going to take another minute of your time here. I know you've been to Fuse. Uh, what was your favorite thing about Fuse, or what what do you think people got to understand about it?
1: Matt Ishby 2019 speech um, it was pretty cool man that was really good he uh, I listened to that even still um yeah it said the 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 guest speakers you guys had you know uh, uh Casa yeah it, it, that guy's very motivating you know um Ishbia obviously you know it's uh the whole reason I started growing was because of both of their speeches of Fuse in 2019.
0: Yep that was that was by far, I think, my favorite event just because, you know, I think from an aim standpoint, we knew what exactly what we were doing. We knew exactly how we wanted to attack it. And it was just fun just to see so many people in the crowd, uh, you know, have that camaraderie, be able to bounce ideas off each other. And I remember I remember talking to you as well there. So, no, yeah. they're, they're great. and that's why I love these events, because, Adrian, I would never have met you. I would never have met Chris Griffith. I have never would have met so-and-so and so-and-so and, all. you know, all the people down the line that are that are literally pioneers in our industry
1: yeah absolutely i mean you mentioned chris griffin i actually i'm i'm part of vetted va too so I, i'm also committed there as well so i'm juggling that too it's fun good lord
0: well my man hey listen i really appreciate your time um you 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 going to fuse this year
1: 100 percent. yeah we're going um, we're probably going to roll love deep. It.
0: absolutely love it and, I, and i'm glad i'm glad we'll see you there i'm um, not sure when this one will be airing i don't know if it's before fuse after fuse but i guarantee you fuse is going to be great so and i just want to thank you for uh you know sharing your insights with us today so I, you know obviously 130 loans in the pipeline you're a busy man so thank you for everything you do and also thank you for being you know a big part of our community
1: thanks mark i really appreciate uh, the opportunity
0: yep and then you know just so everyone knows adrian and we talked about this he said this is his first podcast i'm gonna tell you adrian you knocked it out of the park. So everyone thank you thank you for being with us today um you know whether fuse is right around the corner or we just pass it when you're listening to this i'm telling you fuse is where it's at this year and brokers if you want to get caught up on all of our past podcast episodes please head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker you can also listen to all of the broker broker to podcast on itunes spotify google anywhere else where you can download podcasts do me a favor subscribe to it leave us a review email me and tell me what, what you like, what you don't like. We want to always give back to the community. It helps us get the podcast out there and spreads the word that brokers are better. And Adrian, once again, thank you for your time today and look forward to seeing you here in a couple of weeks.
1: Thanks Mark. Take care.
0: You too. Join our brokers are better Facebook group. Be a part of the brokers are better movement by joining the exclusive group for a members and independent mortgage brokers to share best practices, network and help our community grow. Head over to
1: Facebook and search for Brokers or Better, select the group and click to join.